0: This is an IELTS Energy podcast, episode 319. Juliana learns what kills IELTS writing scores.
1: Juliana from Brazil
0: asks some very important questions about her writing today. And I know some of you listeners are wondering the exact same things. Listen to an IELTS professional and calm your writing anxiety today. hello ielts energy listeners and fans and new ielts converts as well (laughs) i know some of you have been listening to all 300 plus episodes of this show um and we love you so uh we are here with a special guest today juliana hello juliana hi jessica how are you this morning? Wait, oh, it's morning for me, but you're in Australia. Yeah, it's like 1 a.m. here. Yeah. <laughs> oh crap. Oh god. Well, thank you for staying up so late. Are you, do you
2: usually stay up this late? No, actually, I just messed up the timetable. <laughs> oh no. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I,
0: that always happens with students in Australia because it's not only like whatever a few hours difference; it's another day. Yeah. Uh, you guys are like a whole day ahead of where I am. <laughs> so, well, any, well, thank you for doing this. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> so, the reason Juliana is on today is because she is the most recent Writing Wizard winner. Um, and I just want to read one paragraph of your essay because it's just amazing. It's so impressive. Okay, thank so you. Juliana, do you remember what the question was?
2: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's alright if you don't. So I tried. So, so to, to be <laughs> to be honest, I I, to, I have a really short term memory, but that's totally fine. I know it's it some. Bad. Bad. I know you now. Know, it's I do too.
0: European Remember, it's terrible. If I don't write it down, I will forget. Like, <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, so the I tried to make the the essay question this month um, more current than yeah. uh a lot of like old boring IELTS questions. So the question this month was about um if it's better for a nation to belong to a an organization larger than itself, right? Like a group of countries, or if it's what wel- if it's better to only individually rule themselves, right? Because of course, Brexit, right? That term is in the news still, yeah. even though it happened <laughs> a while ago. So, yeah, so that was the question this month. Um And just as a reminder, listeners, to participate in this writing contest, you do have to be in our course. It, it is posted in the closed Facebook group. And if you're ready to enter into contests like this with other students around the world, you can go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. All right. So I'm going to read your second paragraph because there's just so many good things about it. So you said, there are many reasons why citizens may want their country to be part of an assembly. So first of all, great transition to introduce the paragraph. I love the paraphrase assembly. Um, oh, listeners. Please take notes on this stuff today. All right. The most common one is people's freedom of movement. For instance, in the European Union, one can travel, study, or work in any territory of the block. Again, your paraphrases, your vocabulary is really impressive. Um thank you. secondly, the use of a common currency simplifies trade. Stanford published a study in twenty fourteen that found that American tourists traveling to Europe tended to visit a wider number of countries due to the use of a unique coin i just i love it <laughs> thank you so thank you. Juliana um what how are you able to write such a high scoring essay
2: Well, first, I've been practicing quite a lot lately and I've been trying to use um, some some parts that are on the course and also um, I've been using thesaurus a lot to find a lot of synonyms for words that I'm using to use, just to change some words and it's kind of added a lot in my vocabulary recently Totally That's fantastic
0: yeah, I'll, um, in the show notes for this episode, guys, go to the blog post, and I'll link to these things like thesaurus.com because everyone needs to be using this in order to paraphrase, in order to have these impressive synonyms that Juliana has in her essay. Um, so what do you mean like parts from the course? What do you feel like you've learned recently in Three Keys IELTS that has helped you in writing a winning essay?
2: So many of your essays it's, they have like one can do something or one, one one's right to do something. And I never use this part. I never mentioned people like one and I never saw yeah. that before. So that was something new for me because sometimes it's kind of difficult not to write in first person or I, I didn't want to write like you can travel because I think it's more casual. So using you—that
0: is a really good point, guys. Um, we have to use I because we have to give our opinion in task two. But using the pronoun you is still informal. We still shouldn't do that. So that's a really good point. So yeah, that sure. pronoun one—that is the perfect formal academic pronoun.
2: Yeah. And I just saw that in your essays, like during reading the essay models and everything. I just saw saw this there, and I kind of put in my own writing now, and I'm using this quite a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fantastic.
2: Yeah, and also I I work as a teacher here in Australia, which helps me quite a lot to improve my vocabulary, and, like, I just got a work. So I've been working now for two months and a half as a teacher. I am a graduate student. I'm a graduate teacher, so, yeah. What do you teach? I teach science and so math.
0: You, you're teaching in English as well?
2: Exactly, in a secondary school.
0: Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> yeah. You teach high school? Yes. <laughs> that sounds like kind of a nightmare to me. Because um, <laughs> yeah. like teenagers are pre- pretty much um psychotic. I read. <laughs> I read a story in Time magazine a couple years ago about like the teenage brain. Um, or maybe not time, maybe National Geographic, but the teenage brain is like, like literally, they just, di- they are incapable of making like sound judgments. They're just <laughs> crazy people.
2: Yeah, but one thing that is being very good <laughs> for me. They are helping me a lot with my pronunciation and with new words because they always say some slangs in the class. <laughs> yes.
0: So, And that was one yeah. of your questions. So Juliana came on today um, very well prepared. I love it when people come with questions. <laughs> and so that was one of your questions. What were you wondering about regarding slang? Um,
2: I was wondering because you you give us a lot of slangs in, in In the online module, especially for writing, for speaking, sorry. And I was wondering if the slangs that you give us in, they are like American slangs. I could use in my test here in Australia and the examiner would understand because there is no point of using a, a slang that it's not usual, like the people doesn't use it here. Oh, there was. It won't add my, my anything. My grade. It might bring it for down. Sure. So, I saw yeah. one is on your on the course that is flick from that okay. is um is linked for cinema, and I never heard yeah. that before. But I, I never heard a lot of words before, so I don't know. You know? Yes.
0: It's an excellent question. It's an excellent question. So I can. The, you know, this brings up a couple interesting topics actually because first of all, um, the slang that I provide in the course and on our YouTube channel, IELTS Energy TV, lots of good vocab there, guys. Um, but the any vocab or slang that I give you guys is definitely universal. I will tell you if it is strictly American, okay? And if it is like regional, I'm not going to tell you guys because I know students, you guys are all over the world, right? So mm-hmm. let me give you an example. Like, um, in Northern California, right, very regional, small, like, half of a state, people say hella instead of very, and, which is weird. But they mm-hmm. say that's hella cool or hella cold, whatever. So, like, that word I'm not going to teach you guys because that's only in Northern California. But stuff like flick, that is universal. Oh, okay. And so that's the first point. Like, I'm not going to teach you guys stuff that is not going to raise your score, right? I mean – My goal is to raise your score. So be rest assured in that. And second of all, think about the globalized communication of today, right? Uh And especially the globalized American English. I mean, even if you're in Australia, Taiwan, wherever you are, there are American movies that are being watched by everybody whether that's good or bad that's another issue for another day but i mean the slang like flick like um you know anything else that i've taught you guys it's it will be known okay i can i can promise you that all right but really good question really good question um and then you had an, another question about writing
2: Yes, because in Brazil, we start learning English quite early, like I started with 12 years old, but we learn American English, and I've been living in Australia for almost three years now, and I've been kind of changing my style for British English, so like the writing and also some pronunciation, but my my background is American English, so every time I'm not very sure, I will go back to my background in terms of pronunciation or writing. So I was wondering if in my writing essay, if I mix both, like write organization with a Z, a Z, and I don't know, color with U, I would Mm -hmm. decrease my grade. you know, if they, they would take some points.
0: You know, that's a really good question. And, um, that's, I've heard this from other students, so I know other listeners out there are wondering the same thing. And, you know, interestingly, this kind of goes back to the point before. The fact that English is a globalized language right now. It, it is mixed right Mm -hmm. now. It is, it is evolving before our eyes quickly. Okay. So I think no matter what country you're from, you're already mixing stuff. Honestly, Um. even native speakers. Um, I know I spent a lot of time living abroad for most of my twenties actually, um, so for, uh, over a decade, I was around British English speakers, working with them, teaching British English even. Mm-hmm. And I've even maintained some aspects of that. Um, and I still wouldn't, that wouldn't mark down my score on IELTS. Okay. Uh-huh. So I think what the, the only danger here would be in this, in the mixing of the spelling. And to be honest, okay, if you, Mix up a couple of the rules, okay? That won't impact your score unless you're going for a nine in vocabulary, Mm -hmm. okay? That's, you know, getting a nine in vocabulary (laughs) is really tough. So you could still have a couple mixtures as long as it's correct in Mm -hmm. either American or British English. You are fine, man. You are totally fine. Um, This is one of those small details that really niggles at students in their preparation. And I can tell you guys that that these sort of worries, um, they're time wasters. All right. Because keep in mind, IELTS doesn't expect you to be perfect. That's not what you're graded on. As lo- we're looking for clear communication and whether you spell color with a U in one paragraph and without a U in another paragraph, I still understand the word color. Uh-huh. It is not impeding the communication at all. So it's not gonna ding your score. All right, so definitely don't worry about that. You, You go forth with how you feel confident in writing and speaking. You know, that's what's more important. guys, if you are ready to gain the same access to an IELTS professional, namely me, <laughs> as Juliana and the rest of our students in our Three Keys IELTS course, get in today. Join the community. Start learning the strategies to increase all of your IELTS scores. Go to earsenglish.com forward slash keys. That's earsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S.
2: Okay, that's good to know. Thank you. Because <laughs> I just yeah. want a seven. I don't want a nine. So <laughs> that's probably fine. Right? <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean,
0: some of these issues, like, so yeah. Um, a couple months ago, there was this, there was a whole kerfuffle. <laughs> I love that word. I bet you haven't heard that one, huh? Um, I don't know. <laughs> there was a whole kerfuffle on, uh, one of my YouTube videos because in the sample answer I gave, I used the pronoun they to refer to a singular, um, person, noun, idea. And this person responded like, how could you do oh. this out? Ozzy? Ozzy? And this person was like, how could you use incorrect grammar in your own YouTube video and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we laid that to rest at the time. It is correct now. And interestingly, I just posted in the Facebook group yesterday that um, there was a, what was it? I think the Washington Post or it could have been from the BBC, but there was an article uh-huh. about how, It is acceptable now. I mean, even like Oxford English, you know, it Mm -hmm. is acceptable now and uh, promoted to use they instead of he or she because you don't know the gender. Okay, so this is something that has been natural and native speaker speaking and writing, even formal writing. For years, and students are only just now starting to catch up to this. So, guys, this just reinforces the point that English is evolving before our eyes. So, a lot of these things that you're worried about are connected to ancient rules. Like, do I use a comma or not? You know what, guys? A lot of times it doesn't matter, to be honest. And if you're fretting about that, it's not going to change your score. And commas are kind of just up to you these days, to be honest. (laughs) So these little things that you probably learned, right? You started studying English when you were 12. You learned this rule and it's stuck in your head. Guys, work with a native speaker. Ask questions like Juliana. Don't be afraid to express your concerns about being correct or not. Um, Put these fears to rest. But again, you have to work with someone that is current in the field, and especially if you're an IELTS teacher, being current in, you know, English linguistics isn't enough. You also need to know what the test is looking for. Mm-hmm. All right. So that, that, I like how that theme sort of evolved today, how, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, English English is changing and you don't have to worry so much. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So I think you had one last question about
2: your handwriting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have a terrible handwriting. And- and I don't know, the last two as I did, I, I got six. Even though the second one I thought I had done much better, I got a six. And then I was wondering what could I could have done wrong. Probably I didn't check enough. Sure. And also I was just wondering about my handwriting because it's just terrible. And sometimes it's not very clear. and what,
0: Do you always write like that or if you slow down? Does
2: that uh, make a difference? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the the sample that I, sh- I sent to you, it's much better than usual because I've been trying oh. to exercise my handwriting to write quickly and clear, you know, but I just, it, it's not constant. So sometimes an M might look like an N and I don't know sure. if the examiner can decrease my grade with that.
0: Okay. That is a really good question. Um. You, you so examiners are always teachers, okay? They're always going to be teachers, and I can tell you guys as a teacher. I'm sure, sure, Juliana can mm-hmm. can uh, mirror this as well. Um, teachers can understand like the worst handwriting. We're 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 used to it, mm-hmm. okay? Um, just like if I'm talking to somebody whose pronunciation isn't perfect, I can still understand them because I'm a teacher. I'm used to it. So, guys, examiners are teachers, and so they're go They will understand your handwriting unless it is like chicken scratch terrible. And Juliana, your handwriting is not that bad. Okay. Uh, it really isn't. Okay. Um, that's good to okay. know. So there's nothing in the scoring system. That has anything to do with handwriting, all right? Um, so that you're not graded on your handwriting. You're graded on your clear communication. Having said that, if your handwriting is so terrible that I can't read it, then, of course, that impacts the communication because uh-huh. I can't read it. So I would encourage you, nevertheless, to work on this, okay? Uh-huh. So I'm glad you already are. Keep going. Keep working on it because what I saw was not bad. What oh. I thought was clear. Uh-huh, so yeah. keep developing that. Try to slow down a little bit when you're writing. Mm-hmm. And just, you do have to focus on that a little bit, okay? Just to make sure, you know, that all the boxes are checked on exam day. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you're giving yourself all the, the opportunity to score highly, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I really need to make sure this time I will get the grade I need because you know <laughs> I've been trying hard <laughs> well
0: do you like looking back on the last test you took um is there anything you've learned in the course so far that maybe gave you a clue as to why you didn't score
2: highly in writing um checking, <laughs> checking. okay <laughs> well, let's say what's first what's thing going? maybe uh for the test one and test two I got some really good things that I I didn't do before. So the sentence structure and also how to write some some important chunks that we have to have there, like overall for test for test one, how to how to write the yeah. introduction for test two, and how to defend your idea and set up the paragraph, the body paragraphs. That is very important, and it's yeah. kind of. Gives you a structure to put your your ideas on because it's a short time, and if you don't even know how to start writing or what you should do in each paragraph, it, it yeah. gets completely lost. So totally, it's not. A, I
0: if, see people get lost all the time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and I would say the curse with that, a doubt <laughs> makes <laughs> the, the difference. You know. Totally you are yeah. using
0: such high-level <laughs> transition phrases, Juliana. <laughs> um, no, it's fantastic. I mean, Juliana, I can assure you that if I, um, if I were an examiner looking at this essay, it would score extremely high. Okay, so this ability, this talent, this knowledge, this preparedness is already there. Okay, You are ready to write this essay for sure. So I think just making sure that this happens on exam day, that's what your responsibility is now. Okay, Mm -hmm. Because you know what to do. Mm -hmm. So now all you have to do is hone these skills by working on handwriting a few times a week, right? Just making sure that you're slowing down to handwrite and then also timing yourself to make sure you produce this in 40 minutes. And like you said, have time to check. So really focus on timing yourself for that.
2: Uh huh. Yeah, that's very important. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Awesome. Um, do you have any last questions before we finish up today?
2: Well, not many questions. I'd like to thank you actually because I've been learning a lot, and it's what I, what I notice is when we go over and over the same thing, kind of starts going more natural. You know, the writing and the speaking. It kind of go a bit more natural for the eyes, <laughs> so right. practice is very important. Not only yeah. the practice that you you give to us, but if we can go over and do more writing and more <laughs> speaking practice, that makes things sure. easier. Makes your life much easier. Is <laughs> M day? Yeah. Well, of yeah. course. I mean, no matter what, no matter what
0: preparation method you choose, the method can't do it for you. Right. I mean, I do everything I can for you guys, obviously, giving you all the the skills and tools and guidance that I can, but I can't get it done in your head. I can't, you know, get, make it come out of your pen magically or whatever. So it is up to you what you do with the knowledge. So I'm really glad you said that, Juliana, because, um, I mean, I do stand behind our course a thousand, thousand million percent. But at the same time, if uh, listeners out there, if you guys have been tracking some of these success stories, some of these students that have come on the podcast, it all comes down to their hard work and what they do with the information as well. So yeah. that is really important to note. Yeah. So guys, um, I think the theme for today is you do have to keep working hard for sure, as Juliana has talked about in her preparation. Um, and even if you are so prepared and doing the best that you can, you are still going to have questions and there are still going to be things that you need to, to ask about and to learn about. So I do encourage you guys to check out our course, allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S or, you know, whatever... IELTS professional native speaker that you feel confident with, but do invest in your, tu- in, do invest in your future somehow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> awesome, Juliana. Well, thank you for your amazing questions today. I think, um, a lot of listeners are going to learn from this. Thank you, Jessica.
2: It was really good to talk to you.
0: You <laughs> as well, yeah. Juliana. You have a wonderful day, all
2: right? You too. <laughs> Actually, okay. I'm going to bed. <laughs> oh, right. I yeah. forgot. It's like <laughs> That's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, sweet dreams. In Thank you. Have a great day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye-bye. Corollas and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
0: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
2: Oak oh, Oak oh, Oak oh, O'Reilly Auto Parts.